celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. It's beginning to feel a bit like Hanukkah around here. I got the Hanukkah bush up in the studio right next to the Christmas tree. All kinds of great gifts underneath. The beauty about the gifts under our tree is we're giving them to you at one 405 8405 We're loaded down today with all kinds of great stuff for you. Of course, if you have any questions for our zoo crew, our dream team consists of Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. They can all answer your questions toll-free right now. And, of course, Stacy, she's working hard in the old newsroom with her little Hanukkah bush. You know, there's nothing worse than a guy with a gold chain around his neck and his shirts open up, and he's probably about <laughs> eh, 55 years old, and his belly's starting to protrude, and he, he's you know, driving in a sports car with the top down, and you look at him and you go, oh, buddy, you're having a midlife crisis. Well, you know what? Guys like that are not the only ones that are having midlife crises. They've found that apes also are having midlife crises. So can you imagine a orangutan driving around in a sports car with a chain around his neck? Uh, I'll tell you all the details about that coming up on Animal Radio News. What, Joey? What is it when you're driving around like that and the orangutan's driving next to you? You gotta watch out you know, for that. They think he's all suffer together. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys participate in Black Friday? Were you guys there? Were you waiting online? Oh yeah, I did that. I got. Uh, well, close your ears, Joey. I got Joey one of those e-phones, not the iPhone, but the e-phone <laughs> for Christmas. And was I it worth it for you? Five a.m. at Target. Was it, it worth it? It, w- it was worth it. Why? Did you meet any new friends? Where is this leading? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just curious. You know, I, I'm just curious. <laughs> My dog was at the uh, the pet store on Black Friday. He oh, he went out early. Oh yeah, he wanted to get that last chew bone. You know, he had a fight with another dog. Well, see, Hal didn't even go in the store. He just met some guy outside of Target. Yeah. I'd... Well, I formed a line a block away with two other people. <laughs> people just lined up there. I called it the line for the line. Mm. You were trying to get the new eye bone for your dog, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I actually flew back to um to New Jersey, and it was it was so cold. How cold the, was it? How cold? The yeah. squirrels were roasting their nuts outside on 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 the fires um, <laughs> that, that that I had going in, in my mother's yard. So. Listen up. Today, we're going to talk to a guy, Mr. Fireman. Uh, what's his name? John Hall. John Hall. John Hall. He has the heads up for you. Apparently, about 510 fires are started annually. At least this is the last year's statistic. 510 fires started by animals, pets, dogs, cats, squirrels. Wildlife, yeah. And he's going to tell us how to keep that from happening at your house. Especially those smoking orangutans or chimps, you know, that smoke cigarettes. Um uh, we're getting your emails as well as your Facebook at Animal Radio, all your tweets. We just got a question. I don't know if this is for Dr. Debbie or for you, Alan. It uh, comes from Clifford in Victoria. They want to know, does my dog recognize my voice over the phone or Skype? I'm sorry. Who are you? I'm sitting right in front of you, and I don't recognize your voice. <laughs> I'm going to say absolutely on my side um, that I definitely think that dogs recognize our voice. And you know why? Because I can offer some personal firsthand experiences. I actually have clients that I've been on local television, and their dog hears my voice on the television, runs to the TV. runs away. No, runs to the TV, sits down in front of it, and tunes in to the sound of my voice. I have a handful of clients that report this to me. So that's kind of that. uh, But yes, absolutely. I believe that the doggies do know their voice and i on occasion actually do call my house and leave a little voice message for my, oh my kids so, yeah. 
Yeah, I think they do too. I definitely, and you know, that can be a real effective tool when you bring a dog home for the first time as a puppy and you, you know, you've got them in a crate and they're not in your room to call the dog on the phone and just say calming things. The answering machine picks up and you go, good dog, good dog. Doesn't that make yeah, them confused though? Doesn't that freak them out? They're like, where are you? No, I don't think it does. I don't really think it does. Maybe, maybe they, they start to wonder where you are, but then that, that quickly fades from their dog mind and they're like, oh, I hear the voice and the voice can be calming, but uh, I don't know if they take it that far to where you are or they'd start searching for you all over the place and ladybug the studio stunt dog used to go in to see dr debbie on a uh, professional basis and then when she came in to do the radio show heard her voice she would actually run to the other room leave, so, the, leave studio. the studio so i guess it's just the, the sight and the sound of me frightens and terrifies the animal. And you probably have a smell too i'm sure that today i'm office. sure i do i, I definitely yeah <laughs> all these animals here <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team all dressed in Santa hats today, Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. Just a little over two weeks till Xmas, or Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa. Actually, I think Kwanzaa started already. Oh, I don't know about that, but it is the holiday season. We are in the holiday mood at Animal Radio. Did I give you that number? Toll free? 1-866-405-8405. Stacy today also looks smashing in her uh, Santa hat. What's going on? This is a crazy story. A couple birds uh, that were trying to migrate to Florida during Hurricane Sandy. They're from the East Coast, okay? These birds were from the East Coast, okay. two birds. Um, they got caught up in a plane, and they were thought to have been dead. I guess their relatives were looking for them. <laughs> That's not funny. I know, you bird lovers. But something good happened. They got a first-class ticket to Florida on a private plane. cost about 2000 bucks per bird. All right. I don't know if they had stewardesses that gave them peanuts or what on this flight, but they were helped to migrate back to Florida. I'll tell you the whole story coming up on Animal Radio News. I can't wait. How do they rate? I'd never get a first-class ticket anywhere. Really? If I was in Hurricane Sandy, they they wouldn't even ship me back. They'd leave me. (laughs) I'd just leave them there. I'm so juiced up and cranked up right now. Not important to you guys, but I'm freaking. Caffeine? Well, today, right now, my wife, my family are in Tacoma, in the Tacoma Dome with 25,000 people. Today is the state semifinal championships, and our team is rated two in the state, 70th in the nation, playing the number one rated team in the state, wow. 20th in the nation. And whoever wins goes to the state championship next week. And Skyline's been there six times and won all six. This is the first time we've been there in 100 years. Do you have money on this game? I do not, but I sure wish I was there. <laughs> I stayed here to do animal radio. You are so good. What sport are you even talking about? <laughs> Football. I'm with you here, Judy. I have no idea. This is like kitty league. Football. Football. Oh my gosh, these kids are these kids are amazing though. Is this high school or college? Yes, this is high school football. Camus High School against Skyline. But I mean, out of fifteen thousand schools in America, one's rated twentieth, the other one's rated seventy fourth. 
Now, wow. is, are any of your children play? Or are they My together? daughter dates one of the guys on the uh, football oh, team. Oh, I get uh, it. I, I get it. I see how that works. <laughs> I know why you want to be at that game. <laughs> I want to be at that game to see it. Oh, my gosh. I've been at every game, and every game has been unbelievable. Well, we're delighted that you're here today. And for those of you that have dog questions, call us now because Alan could have been watching football today. Instead, he's here answering your questions at one 405 8405 and uh, let's see, we have John on the phone. Hey, John, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Well, not much. Just driving through the farmlands in South Georgia right now. Are you OTR? And, uh, you truck driver? No, no. I'm a, I'm a, I'm driving a pickup truck, but not a large truck. No, we're just visiting a friend out here on a, on a farm. We're just going to visit. Doing the holiday thing. So what's going on? You got problems with your dog, I guess, or cat? No, my, my wife and I have been looking for a lab. We want to get a lab door, and we've been reading and seeing some dogs that are called apartment-sized labs or one one outfit calls them canoe size. They're somewhere between the 35 and 45-pound range. They're smaller than, I guess, a standard lab. And I didn't know if that was a particular breed or, or what. And I'm just trying to find out more information and see if you all know anything about that. Well, you know, the the one thing that it seems like every breed that I encounter, there's always a goal and an effort to make the mini one. <laughs> so there, there's always these, like, super mini breeds. Um, now, anything outside of what they call the breed standard uh, for the Labrador is still a Labrador, but it's just outside of the size and the weight standard. Um, but, yeah, there are some fe- f- some folks that are striving to try to miniaturize uh, the Labrador because, you know, they like the lab and they're just looking for a smaller dog. Um, you, you know, I, it depends on what's important to you. Um, for me, I, I kind of like the, the standard of what a, a Labrador is. Um, if you're just looking for a smaller dog, I, I, I actually look at some of the breed mixes that are out there. Um, yeah. you know, at the pound, there's some really wonderful lab mixes you can get that give you that smaller size, but you still get a lot of that quality and the character of the lab. Um, but it's basically kind of the same thing, but some breeders are kind of breeding smaller in an effort to try to, to get to that zone there. And, and Dr. Um, w, don't you have to be careful with, I mean, you, you really should know a breeder really well because a lot of them, a lot of them are great. And a lot of them, you know, they'll just breed any two dogs to get an outcome they want over and over and over again, sometimes close in, in relation. And, and you get dogs that uh, are predisposed to certain conditions and that are a lot more frail and fragile. Well, yeah, and actually in the Labrador Retriever, um, there is actually a dwarfism uh, gene. So that's a genetic defect. And sometimes when we're breeding for super small um, along that line, we can actually end up seeing that um, mutation come up. So um, unfortunately, I do know of some people that actually wanted a little um, lab, were looking specifically for it, and they got it. They actually got a, a dog that was a dwarf. Um, not necessarily where you want to go, because there's there's bound to be other types of health problems when you do that kind of narrow, focused breeding. Um, you know, I guess depends on, uh, like I said, depends on what you like. I have a small lab. She's 58 pounds. She's very lean. That's She's kind small? of small. <laughs> she is. Holy moly. 58 is a small lab. Now, my other lab is, you know, 78, 85 pounds, but he's all muscle. And, and they're very different. They come from different lines. My female comes from a hunt trial line. And, you know, this is the typical, even some of the males were just a little bit larger than that. Um, so a lot, if you look at what the people are breeding, what the size of the animals are through many generations, and then even, you know, if you like little dogs, females generally are about 10 to even 20 pounds, sometimes lighter than the males in the same litter so that that may be one way you get a littler uh, pup as well yeah. okay 
Well, so just be careful with the breeder and maybe look at the female breed and be better off that, that route. Yeah. Just get yeah, to know, get to know the breeder. Get to know the okay. breeder and how much they care about what, what they're doing. Okay. Go over to where they are, cause you know there's some breeders that say, I'll meet you down at Walmart. If they say that, <laughs> not a good breeder. And, and I have okay. to say, the, the, the internet derived dogs, sometimes you can get some, some fine dogs, but um, you know, there are certain lists on the internet that I won't say what the lists are, but sometimes there's a lot of lemons that come out of those lists where you can get a pup off the offline. But I can, I can, I can tell you, I mean, a lot of people are, are hung up on the, you know, the pedigree thing, the one breed. I love mixed breed dogs. You, you get such great dogs. I, mean, I had an Airedale Shepherd. I've got a Lab Shepherd now. And uh, I mean, it's just, they're so much fun. They're durable. They're smart. They live a long time. You get all kinds of great things when you mix breed dogs and you find dogs like that. You just have to wait until a good litter comes up and then you just go watch them and spend time with them and you can figure out which one would be best for you. Thank, thanks good, for the help. Good luck with that, John. Send us pictures when you get your dog. We want to sure see. Will. Okay. Aren't uh, mutts healthier? You know, in general, yeah, there's something called hybrid vigor, and it's the idea that when you mix two extreme genetic selections and you mix them together, you actually hopefully get good of the good of both breeds, and you're diluting out the bad of both breeds. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot to that. It's not always a precise science, but uh, I'm a fan of mutts. Ever since I got boss, I'm, I'm totally sold on the little mongrels. <laughs> I've never had a, you know, a single breed dog. They've all been mixed, and I just, it's just so, you know what, I, and Airedale Shepherd is absolutely the best dog there is, and it's so hard to find an Airedale and a German Shepherd that get together. And if you do, what a great dog that is. Oh, my gosh. He was such a great dog. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort. End their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them over at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B. R-I-S-Y-N dot com and get 25% off your first order with the code Animal Radio. Our animals start 510 house fires on average a year. In just a few minutes, we'll be talking to John Hall, Fireman John Hall. I don't think he's a fireman, per se. Per se. He's an investigator. Okay, he'll be on the show a little later on today. Hey, this is Artist Knox, Groomer of the Year. And when I'm rolling in my vehicle, I'm listening to Animal Radio with Hal and Judy. Get at me! <laughs> because animals can't speak for themselves, Lupercin is committed to giving them a voice. Pets with undiagnosed arthritis suffer in silence. Be their hero. Give them all-natural Lupercin. Lupercin's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Lubricin has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N dot com. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-685-0205. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you 
balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-685-0205. That's 1-800-685-0205. You bathe your pet at home, and now you can dry them like a pro with the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. This lightweight, compact, quiet dryer is perfect for winter bathing. The X-Power Pro at Home Dryer comes with four styling nozzles, so you can get the professional look at home. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January only. It makes the perfect gift for the entire family, and it's endorsed by me, groomer Joey Villani. Available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by our friends at Stella and Chewies. Natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There are no added hormones or antibiotics. It is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. It's what makes her so charismatic and her coat so beautiful. If you'd like a sample of it, you can send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address over at the website at animalradio.com. We'll send you a sample back. If you want to learn more about it, I encourage you to visit Stella and Chewy's. Dot com. Now, did you see the new uh, products that they were oh, unveiling the cat, at the, the show? Oh, the package cat the, food? No, the well, individual no, the, cat. Yeah. The products, individual right? cat, but the dog food, they're having venison oh, wow. and rabbit. What? Those are the rabbit? two new flavors. Yep, I they think will of be. rabbit as a little pet. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> bum me out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Sherry, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. What's going on in your world? Well, actually, I'm traveling today with my little Ruby. She's a Yorkshire Terrier. She's not a very good traveler. (laughs) Oh, no. My question is, she's just about three years old. And although she, at times, will go over to the door, most of the time she doesn't let you know she needs to go to the bathroom. And I trained her on a potty patch. And for a while, she would go on the potty patch. And then we started doing more outside stuff. Now she won't have anything to do with the potty patch. And she will actually... Dance around the room. Looks like she wants to play. We'll play for a little while, and then I'll go into the kitchen. I'll come back, and she's wet on the floor, right Ooh. next to the potty patch or wherever else she wants to go. And she actually defecated on a couch the other day, which called oh. me. And I don't know why it is that she, I mean, we take her out all the time. I walk her long walks. I do everything. But, but there are just times when we, we will leave for a couple hours and come back, and she's peed on the floor. We actually had to buy a steam cleaner just because of her. So I don't know if I should quarantine her into the kitchen and just put something across the door and put the potty patch in there, figure it's the only place she could go and retrain her on it, or are Yorkies just that hard? No. You gotta first of all, Sherry, you gotta demonstrate to your dog the proper way to go to the, the restroom outside and before I go any further, you know I'm kidding, right? I'm hoping so. I'm just joking. I'm just joking, Sherry. Sherry, you're a good lady. Are you a little nervous? You're a little nervous around your dog. You get a little nervous that the dog's going to go and, and, and you're, you're excited yourself? Well, yeah, when we leave, I think she knows okay. that, that I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to get her to go to the bathroom real quick before we go. All yeah. right. Yeah, I do. All that. right, here's what you need, Sherry. Firstly, you need a crate. Do you have a crate? Yes, she hasn't been okay. in it in years. 
<laughs> All right. You need a crate, a collar, a leash, some treats, time, a lot of patience, and a lot of confidence. And what you're going to do, Sherry, you're going to take her outside. You're going to stand still. You're going to ignore her if she wants to play. Don't don't buy into that. And you're going to wait about 10 minutes for her to go to the bathroom. If she does, you're going to make a big deal out of it, like have fireworks in your pocket. Just go nuts, okay? Good dog. Give her a treat. When you're in the house with her, you either have to put her in the crate or you have to attach her to your hip with the leash so that you know when she's getting ready to do her business. And get rid of those pads. Those pads are a waste of time. They confuse dogs. You know, if a dog can go to the bathroom in the house, that's what a dog knows. She can't tell the difference between the pad and your favorite rug. So you start okay. from scratch, and you're very calm. And you got to go outside and just stand there. When she goes, you bring her back in. You reward her. You tell her what a good dog she is. And you got to keep doing it. After every event, you take her outside. That's important, too. So after she wakes up from a nap, first thing in the morning, before bed, uh, when you come home, wait 10, 15 minutes, let her out. But when you're not there, Sherry, to watch her, you have to keep her in the crate or you have to keep her attached to your hips so that you can correct her immediately when she makes a mistake. You can go, no, and then bring her outside. And that's pretty much all there is to it. You just got to be consistent and have a lot of patience. Okay, so if I'm going to be gone for a few hours, I should just put her in the crate. Absolutely. That way she can't make a mistake. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I'll do. I've got a big one. I had a little one when she was a puppy, but I've got a bigger one. It'll give her a little more room, and I'll just put her in there. And, and we're never really gone that long. It's just that she just decides it. Well, I got to go, I got to go. Nobody's around. How big is that big crate? uh, Make it a small crate. One other thing, Sherry, is your dog is letting you know. You just have to watch her. Watch her very closely. You you said before she doesn't let me know when she has to go out, but each dog does it in a different way. And believe me, she's giving you a little cue. You're just not recognizing it yet. You'll learn to. Okay, okay, because they all look like the same play thing. And she dances around, and if I throw the toy, then she'll go and get it. So. Well, see, that's the thing. When you take her outside, she has to know it's time to go out to go to the bathroom, not playtime. So playing with a dog is going to make her prolong the event because she's going to realize that as soon as she goes, you bring her in. So she's going to stick, okay. uh, stay outside and play with you and not go. So you have to let her know, okay. hey, it's time to go to the bathroom now. No joking around. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it a shot because it's kind of icky. <laughs> give it a shot, girlfriend. I will. Thank you. Thanks. We appreciate your call, Sherry. 1-866-405-8405. It's toll free to our dream team. You know, Alan, I have to say, your personality, I think you are truly a mutt. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're not a pure breed. You know, most people no, say, oh, you know, no. you look like Shih Tzu or Labrador. You're just a mongrel. <laughs> no, I am. I can't stand a dress nice. I can't I can't have a tie on, nothing. I'm a mutt. I'm a mutt. You mean that in a good mutt. way, Dr. Debbie? I, think it, I, I think do. I do. I mean, you know, mutts are, you know, lovable, you know. They're, they're not all about the breed, and they're not about labels, and, you know, they're just out no. to have fun. Uh, we're out there to catch, and we like to lay in puddles and smell bad. That's what, that's what we're all about. <laughs> I'll attest to the smelling bad thing. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I work hard on this. So do we know where, uh, where Roy and Lynn are? Let's check in and find out. Okay, let's find out where our friends Roy and Lynn are this week, of course, doing the PD Challenge across the country. Uh, do we have Roy or Lynn on the phone? Who do we have? It is Lynn. Hey, Lynn. How are you doing? I am very well. How how about yourself? Very good. Where are you today? Uh, Today we're in the North Mendocino Coast, right on the beach, and I do believe we found paradise. (laughs) I I believe it is. You have finally made it to California. And how many miles have you gone so far? We've gone about 500 or so. We've got another 4,000 left. 
Okay, for those of you that haven't been following along, Lynn and Roy. Roy is her husband. Roy uh, doesn't suffer from Parkinson's. He's just had brain surgery, and he figured the best thing to do was go on a bike ride across the country, a 4,500-mile bike ride across the country from uh, where? Washington to Florida to raise awareness for Parkinson's disease. And uh, 500 miles, you also have in tow Samantha and Oliver. What kind of dogs are Samantha and Oliver? Samantha is a two-and-a-half-year-old, 95-pound Labradoodle. Wow. And Oliver is a three-year-old, 65-pound English Springer Spaniel. So you're toting about 155 pounds of dog behind you. Is that Roy's <laughs> job or is that your job? Who, who gets to, to tote them? <laughs> I get the bigger one, and my husband gets the smaller one. Okay, so you split the task. How are they adapting to this cross-country tour? They have found paradise as, as well. They right now we're overlook we're standing on a ledge overlooking the Pacific Ocean with mountains in the background and about a hundred and fifty yards of just rolling waves and seagulls and my dogs are chomping at the bit to get down and chase the birds. Wow. You're getting pretty near the studios here at Animal Radio. Will you stop by when you get this way? I would be our honor. We would love to have you in studio and get to meet you and see the dogs. Give listeners the website one more time that they can go to it, to sponsor you. It is pdchallenge.com, and that's P like Parkinson's, D like disease, challenge.com. It, how's your butt? <laughs> it's, oh, finally, you know what? We've ridden long Calloused. and hard enough, enough that uh, things are starting to settle in, and if they're not, they're numb, so we can't feel them anyway. <laughs> We're happy no. with the sun. She's in California, though, and do they have to get the emissions tested on their butts? Is there a standard for that? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we hope to see you very soon. Give Oliver and Samantha a big old hug and say hi to Roy for all of us. And for those, once again, it, it's pdchallenge.com. We'll put the link over at animalradio.com. You can find out what these guys are doing to bring awareness to Parkinson's disease. God bless. I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that is incredible what they're doing. I, you know, I have trouble just biking down the block, just down the street. <laughs> so to go 4,500 miles across the country. Quite a feat. Incredible. Here's what I would like to do is I'd like to head to Vegas this weekend, and I'll tell you why. You're not going to bike ride, though. No, well, that's how he's going home. <laughs> <laughs> when you're broke. Yeah. Of, of course. Arrive in a, you know, a car and go home on a bike. That's the way it is usually with me in Vegas. Pet stay. Gives your four-legged friends the four-star treatment when you're out in Vegas. It's available at Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas. It includes amenities like the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even a specialty room service menu. It's more than pet-friendly. It's pet-focused. So you drag the animals on out to check out Miss Universe 2012, the Miss Universe pageant. Are they still doing that? Yes, they are still doing that. How many years now? That actually started by a, a swimwear company. Really? It's really taken off. That was back in 1952 that that started. Wow. And tonight... I love watching these things. I think they're really fun, and, you know, it's great to see all the different cultures and, you know, the different styles of It's good to hear that from a lady, because usually ladies don't like this, but... uh, Well, like she said, this is a little different than Miss America. And I do, I have to admit, I do like the talent competitions, because, like, some poor chick like me would get up there, and I have no voice, and I'd, like, be juggling, like, (laughs) flaming darts or something, because I have no talent. (laughs) Well, tonight at Planet Hollywood, the Miss Universe 2012, bring your dog they stay in the room and order room service while you're out oogling over the cow thanks pat stay concierge desk this is amanda 
Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Bird lovers, I have some info for you about some bird seed. Magnolia Bird Farm Incorporated of Anaheim, California. They're recalling raw and roasted in-shell peanuts and Magnolia Bird Farm bird seed mixes that have peanuts because they've got the potential to be contaminated with salmonella. The peanuts, uh, not the penis, but the peanuts. <laughs> You could get those two confused, I guess. Um, the, the peanuts that are in the mixes are being recalled by Sunland. They're from New Mexico. All right. Well, speaking of penises, um, researchers say that humans are not the only ones to have midlife crises. Uh, such conditions are also experienced by chimpanzees and orangutans. The finding raises the possibility that if great apes share sadness and frustration at the midlife, perhaps the midlife crisis is driven by biological factors and not the responsibility of jobs and families and good-looking younger women or men. Uh, the research is published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. So who knows, you may find a hot ape that you could be interested in. There's a group of 12 dentist vets and dental nurses recently who teamed up to perform a very dangerous root canal. According to BBC News, employees at the Highland Wildlife Park in Scotland discovered that Art Coase, he's a four-year-old polar bear, was suffering from a toothache. Well, they eventually tranquilized him. He weighs more than uh, a 1,000 pounds. They put him up on a specially designed operating table made from scaffolding poles, pretty thick planks, and the team of experts spent three hours working on the bear's rotted canine tooth, which they say could have been fatal had the infection been left untreated. That's great that they were able to detect that. But animal collection manager uh, Douglas Richardson says that they were delighted to be able to save Artco's tooth, adding that he really is a lucky bear. I'll say so. 
Uh, a pair of wayward brown pelicans got a first-class plane ride back to Florida. The two birds were found in Rhode Island after they were rerouted by winds of Hurricane Sandy. The first pelican was found on the side of the road, and he came from a nest in North Carolina. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service tagged the bird, and the records show it was thought to have died. Well, the second bird was rescued after it landed on a fishing boat. That was right off the coast of Rhode Island about 10 days after the storm. Jennifer Brooks from the Wildlife Rehabilita- uh, Rehabilitators Association of Rhode Island says that the birds were underweight, little beat up from the storm, because the birds typically migrate to Florida during the winter. They were flown to the Sunshine State in a private plane on Saturday. How about that? I wonder if they got peanuts on that flight. The $2,000 flight was paid for by public donations. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. Scoop Free is the litter box that cleans itself, so you don't have to. Scoop Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free. And get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-361-2351. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-361-2351. That's 1-800-361-2351. What do you think about that, Joey? You ready to do your tip? I'm all ready. Joey's always ready. Hey, Joey, how are you, on? How are you? I'm good, thank you. I can't say hun anymore. I use it a lot, and we just went to a sensitivity training class, and that's a no-no. 
<laughs> yeah, let me tell you, there's a lot of things you can't. So yeah, hun is um is is considered um a sexual harassment word. Really, I like yes. it. I think it's kind of like to me, it's old school. It's just kind of gentlemanly when you're called that. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Everything that was old school is is not new school. So you can't call me sweetie anymore. Sorry, no, now. I can't call you sweetie anymore. What uh, what inspired this class? We had some situations, guys that have been working together for thirty years and talk to each other like shop guys, but. People People who overheard new people that came in just didn't like it, so they put us all through a um, sensitivity training class. Oh, wow. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. Bathe your pet at home and style them like the pros. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January. Available at Amazon.com or viperpet.com and it's endorsed by our very own groomer Joey Volani who I have the pleasure of presenting to you now with our tip, tip of the, the week. week hey I don't know what it is but I'm getting people with um matting problems matting, so, a lot of matting I, problems going on yeah a lot of matting and nodding problems and it's probably yeah, like I, leftover I, mashed potatoes and turkey stuff from gravy, Thanksgiving almost, it's, yeah. it's everything rolled into one I, yeah I, I, I <laughs> was um trying to I was trying to figure this out and that's kind of what I said the same thing but even though that's probably definitely not true but anyway well we'll, we'll just we'll just think it is how's that what this is what you're going to do if you have matting problems and you're not going regularly to your professional groomer um, there is a way you can do it at home. The one thing I'm going to say right off the bat is if you got to make sure you have the right equipment um, um, in order to get them out safely. Now, this is probably happening on long-haired dogs um, because those are the ones that tend to mat up more than um, than your dogs that shed and um, you know, like your Samoyeds, your um, huskies. I mean, those are the ones that that most likely would be causing the problem. So this is what you have to make sure. If your dog is already knotted and entangled, you want to go to the store and you want to make sure you buy a slicker brush. Now, a slicker brush has a short metal pins that are curved and they're designed to to you know pull and straighten the next thing is and this is an important one you do not want to brush out a dirty dog okay that's important because all you're going to do is cause hair breakage and you're going to cause pain and discomfort to the dog because what's going to happen is it's going to um you know what it's it's um like anything else that's dirty it's not going to separate real easy so what it's going to do is going to pull instead and it's just going to cause um, pain and irritation to your pet so what are you going to do so wash him first you know what? I mean, if your dog is nodding and you want to, and you don't want to clip it down yet. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to wash it, and um, and dry it. And um, see, that's why. See, that's good. X Power is um, my sponsor here, so you could buy an X Power dryer and dry your dog, mm-hmm. which would be perfect. But what you want to do is you want to dry the dog completely. Now, I know I've said this a million times that if you let not to dry in a dog, they get worse. They will. But we're going, what we're going to do is we're going to take care of it right away. The next thing you want to do is you want to spray some sort of detangling spray or conditioner on the pet. If you cannot go to your um, you know, pet store and get a um, professional detangling spray for pets, you can make one. And basically what you do is um, just take regular old hair conditioner that you have in the house 
and um, a quarter of whatever bottle you use should be conditioner. The rest should be water. Hmm. Shake it up real good. Spray it on. Let it sit on for 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how severe it is. Okay. At that point, it should almost be dry. So you're going to work on a slightly damp dog. If the dog is wet, let it dry a little bit longer because the knots and tangles will come out easier the closer it is to dry. Now, when you use your slicker brush, you're not going to apply any pressure. You're going to just use the weight of the brush. You're going to, it should go through nice and easy. And it's not going to take the mats out one, two, three. It's not a magic wand. It's not going to disappear. You're going to have to work at it. Mm -hmm. But what you want to do is the brush to do the action. Okay. Let it work at it little by little, pulling it apart little by little. If you need to add more detangler spray, add as much as you want. It's not going to hurt the pet. Basically, um, anything you use for people and pets is biodegradable at this point and um, it should just be fine. Once you get the dog free of knots and tangles, then just routinely give it a brush um, you know, every couple of days or so and put a comb through it and you'll be fine after that. If it's real severe, you know what? Unfortunately, there's no other options except to go to your professional and have it clipped down short and, and let it regrow in. If it's it, in the way you're going to know that is if you can't get it out and you see irritation or your dog is screaming, you know what? Just it, it's not worth it. The hair, a, a, a beautiful coat can grow back. Um, you know the psychological effects of of, of, of a hard grooming lasts forever. So remember that. Where can I get this detangler stuff that you're talking about? Is that something I just pick up at Petco or Pets? Mark? Yeah, they sell it. You know what? Most pet um, shops or sub, um, supply houses and Petco, PetSmart, even the mom and pop ones, you, you usually see them on the shelves in any of these stores. And it's just, you know, just say detangle right on it um, or leave-in conditioner. It's basically the same thing, just a different name for it. Like I said, if you don't have it, then just make it up at home and, and, and use it for when um, when you need to use it. There you go. Great tip of the week brought to you by Joey Villani, dog father extraordinaire on Animal Radio. Vinny Penn, your party animal, coming back at you. One quick question to throw your way. Whatever happened to the doghouse? I don't mean the sofa after you've had it out during dinner over what you were going to watch on TV that night. Uh, Survivor versus One Tree Hill. Not that doghouse. We all know that doghouse is alive and well. A buddy of mine just uh, bought a new place. We're visiting him this past weekend. He takes me out to show me where Thor's room is. Uh, and Thor's room, to be honest with you, is what I would call the back patio. Huge awning, big sofa bed, plush, very comfortable, uh, this whole area to meander about. And it got me to thinking about when I was a kid, uh, almost every backyard had that really cool, just kitschy, cool doghouse way in the corner. And it was exactly that. I mean, it was a little small for some of the dogs, sometimes pretty big for some of the other dogs. And it would have their name over the roof. And uh, I mean, sure, back then we thought, oh, when it pours and rains, they must run it. It never stopped to think how much the dog might love it in there. They don't need to be upgraded to the, the bridal suite. I don't know that a lot of the, I think the animal communicators out there, as much as I think that's farcical, they might tell you, you know, uh, I'm looking at Spot here, and uh, I think he needs some space. I think he wants some distance from you guys. And, uh, you know, on the back patio, he could hear you squabbling over the O'Reilly factor, and it's not really working for him. The back patio? 
please don't let the doghouse go the way of even the, the, the birdhouse or the treehouse. Some other guys I know pointed to the fort they had uh, in the backyard for their kids, and it was completely prefab. It was not just those planks wedged into the tree that really weren't even safe, with the ladder just being planks of wood nailed into the tree kind of haphazardly and uh, the fire department uh, needing to be called just to get the kids. Out. This is this is what youth was in the 70s. No, you weren't safe in that tree house in the backyard. And you didn't want to be. Uh, and yeah, the dog house was a little bit small for the dog. And maybe he did get a little bit scared during thunderstorms. But it was better than him here and the two of you make love. I'm Vinny Penn, your party animal, baby. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A woman in Gig Harbor, Washington got a big surprise when she picked up her dog from the groomer. Annie Sheriffius was trying to wash off what she thought was dirt on her Shih Tzu's ear when the actual ear fell off. She rushed her dog Jasmine to the vet who told her that the ear had been cut off and super glued back on. Jasmine had to undergo treatment for infection. Pierce County Sheriff's investigators are looking into possible criminal charges against the unlicensed dog groomer. J. Ray's Pet Grooming, the shop where the ear gluing incident happened, has been shut down. Sheriffia says she cried for weeks every time she thought of someone hurting her little dog. She wants to make sure that groomer never touches another dog. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. See, I don't know where Ladybug wants to go, but you can follow her. With your brand new Tag Pet Tracker, which you've opened before Christmas. I gave that to you as a Christmas present. You've already opened it. Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Right. I've actually given everybody here at Animal Radio one of the Tag Trackers because I got a special deal on them. (laughs) (laughs) You're like me. I get that free, like, sample of makeup when you buy makeup, and I give those away. (laughs) We re-gift. I re-gift. Actually, the Tag Tracker, the Pet Tracker, is such a cool device that I figured that everyone should have one. It's like a cell phone for your dog. They How can cool they'll that? let you know where they are, and you can go to your computer, and you can set up little zones uh-huh. like your backyard. And if they leave that zone, uh-huh. it will send you a text and let you know. Yeah. Check, do that. I, it's it's amazing technology that triangulates. That's a brand new word I learned this morning. Between the cell phone tower and GPS, and between those two, they can tell where your dog is within feet. And this is great if you've lost your dog, but you're probably saying my dog's an indoor dog, as it should be, and it never gets out, and it will never get lost. Actually, one, one in four dogs will get, one in four pets, that is, statistically, will get lost within their lifetime. So mm-hmm. even if you think you got that covered, there's another reason to have the pet tracker. It tracks their activity level. So you can tell oh. if your animal is getting too much or too little exercise. I don't think an oh, animal, what, what animal too gets much. too much yeah. exercise. Yeah. Not too much. I mean, the reality is most of our dogs sit around on the couch which one were gone so you know this would prove that they're not running around the yard while you're away so that gets you off the couch to walk them later yeah well they should get what 30 to 60 minutes daily is that the deal? Thirty to sixty a day, yes, and and that's just not only for you know physical fitness, but for mental health. And I'm sure you know Alan would jump in and say, you know, it's so important with behavioral problems and training to keep them tired. 
<laughs> Absolutely. You know, the, a tired dog is a happy dog. That's that's a really good point. The Tag Pet Tracker is one of those trackers. You know, you've, you've heard about these things. You've even seen other ones before that are huge. They just look ugly. You don't know why the dog has them or if, if they're comfortable or not. Not the Tag Pet Tracker. It's a beautiful, it looks like something you buy at an Apple store. And in fact, you can <laughs> buy it at Apple.com or Target. And it's uh, designed well. It's small. And it's a cell phone for your pet. Get them one of these for Christmas. Now, listen up. I'm going to tell you how to get 20% off right now. Head on over to tag.com slash radio. That's T-A-G-G, two Gs, T-A-G-G.com slash radio. And put in this promo code SiriusXM, SiriusXM, and you'll get 20% off the Tag Tracker promo bundle right now. Head on over to tag.com slash radio. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello! And please spay and neuter your pets. Be a responsible pet owner. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friend's pets also. Give it to them as a present. What a good idea. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Animal Radio. Who let the dogs out? 1-866-405-8405. I want to write that number down. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Yes, sir. I'm kind of feeling bad. I, I I'm the one who let the dogs out. Is that? I was wondering. <laughs> damn you! Damn you! Go get them. Uh, let's see. We are just about uh, a little over two weeks away from Xmas. Hanukkah starts. Uh, what is that? Does it start? Uh, Don't look at me. It's. Uh, I should know, right? You should know, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and we go to Joanne. Hey, Joanne, how are you doing? Oh, hey, I'm doing fine. Sorry to keep you on hold for so long. Phones are going, they're burning white hot over here. But you're up. What's going on? Well, you know, we've got a great uh, cat, and we're trying to uh, train her uh, on a leash, and we're wondering if do we have any. Uh, tips that you can share with us. Okay, sure. Well, I gotta commend you. That's, uh, for some kitties, that's a big undertaking. For others, especially those that are really food motivated, you know, it's not all that difficult. Um, so tell me about your kitty. Uh, is there a particular breed she is? Um, how does she normally respond if you ask her to do things for you or you try to uh, make her do something? She already comes. She only gets treats. I've, I've had cats before, and I've always had them come by rattling a, a can with treats in it, and that's, she only gets her treat you know, if she comes to the can. She, she's food motivated, I suppose. <laughs> she, uh, she, she's a long-haired, she's, she's all black, never had a, a pretty cat like that. Um, and she loves to go outside, and she's an outside-inside cat. She's timid. Okay. Um, she's a scaredy cat. Security cat in what way? Noises. Um, you know, she's afraid of the cars and the trucks. She's afraid okay. of dogs. You know, she'll she'll hide and hunker and run in okay. that type, that type. 
Because all of those, all of those things that you're saying, Joanne, are going to kind of play into whether or not she's going to be a good candidate to do this, and if we're going to expect her to really take to it and enjoy it. Now, for Kitty, that's fearful of sounds, cars, dogs. Uh, you know, I have to say, for leash training for outside, that may not be the most enjoyable experience for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you really have to kind of look at what she wants to do, and if she doesn't want to do it, it's going to be harder to convince her to do that. So, if it's something like walking around the backyard, if you've got a nice long property, something like that, this might be a reasonable thing to try to see how she does without all those distractions and all those other things that can kind of freak her out. Um, But yes, you can definitely work towards training her. The first step with kitties, if you do want to leash train them, is to really get them accustomed to the the fit of a harness. And um, that's the most important thing. You can use a collar. um, However, for cats, since they can sneak out, get frightened, and slip the collar, um, I really think the only way you should do this is to do it with a body harness. Um, so you want to make sure you get her well fit. So if, you, if you're not comfortable with that, see a, someone at a pet store just to kind of help you with that so that she can't get her little arm out or slide out. Yeah, um, I, 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 did, I did buy her a harness. Which I'm on Kodiak Island, and we really don't have a pet store, but she's, I've gotten her associated to her harness. She's, good. So she lets me put it on. It's no, not, a, not a problem at all. And... Um, and I, I, then I kept doing that, let her walk around in that and get used to it. And then I'd take it off of her and okay, uh, put it in an area where she sits down and, or lays down. And right now she's just come in from inside and she's sitting on top of her harness and the, and the leash. <laughs> but I don't, you know, the leash is more like a toy. She'll want to go after it because she likes to go after the, that's okay. That's okay. We can use that to our advantage. And, and that's one way that you can um, have her on the harness and using, you know, preferably, I didn't even get into that as far as we want to use a light leash just so it doesn't, cats don't really dig that heavy sensation of that leash. So we want to go with a really t- light training leash. But you can use that. Use that as a, a way to get her um, interested in moving forward. And um, if she wants to chase the leash, just make it a nice long one and uh, tease her with a little bit, make her play with it, or, you know, get a little feather toy, something like that to get her interested in moving forward and that can of uh, treats hey that's a great thing to bring that along as well too um so um you know even to get her to go a few feet is really um that's all we're asking uh, first we want her to tolerate the leash um in the harness and then we want to just ask her to take a few steps and you just work up with time um and um, positive reinforcement with those treats and uh you know of course i don't want to see your kitty get chubby but um but there there is definitely a way and and uh you know whether or not in those other situations where she'll really take to this um you know try to control the, her environment and do that in a safe quiet place so that she'll feel more comfy with uh with that experience judy uh Thank she you. she walks her cats all the time I do, and my, my cat travels in the RV, and just I open the door of the RV, and he walks from the house out on the sidewalk and walks right into the RV and gets up on the dash, and he's ready to go. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing to see, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I had a cat that used to take showers with me. Wow. It's <laughs> yep. too much information there, Alan. Yeah. one 405 That's the number to connect toll-free to our dream team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable. The dog father, Joy Volani, and animal communicator, Joy Turner. Stacy, uh, what do you got going on? Well, nobody wants a skinny pig unless you're in China, where everybody's skinny. But um, uh, according to uh, the Orange News, there's this guy who owns these pigs, and he's trained them to jump off a diving board, and he's able to charge three times more once 
he takes them to market and they become sausages. All because of the swimming, I'll tell you. I don't have any pictures of the pigs in bikinis, but I will tell you all about this coming up on Animal Radio News. Everybody's uh, silent. Yeah. <laughs> How do you, yeah. Top that what one. do you say to that? Exactly. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. Let's uh, head to line four. Is that correct, Judy? Yes, and let's we take have that caller. Deborah on for Alan. Hey, Deborah, thanks for thanks for waiting on hold there. Yes, you're welcome. I have a, a question about my Boston Terrier. Hmm. What's going on? Go Are ahead, Deb. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening, Deb. I'm li- Dr. Fraser Crane here. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. All right. I drive a truck long distance, and while we're out on the road, he does great. But when we go home for time off, he decides to urinate in the house. I don't know what to do about it. And, uh, Deb, see, Deb, here's the thing. Your dog might be a little confused. Um, Do you have a routine when you get home? Do you have a routine for taking your dog out? Do you take him out uh, certain times during the day? Yes, he has the backyard fenced in, so, you know, he goes out constantly. But do you take them out personally? Oh, I don't. All right, no. sweetie. Here's what you here's what you need to do. So dogs pee in the house for just a couple of different reasons. It, it seems complicated, but a lot of times it's either separation anxiety. They're marking their territory. Uh, they can't hold it. They get excited, or they're being submissive. And the best way to eliminate that is to put your dog on a schedule and take him out. Uh, at distinct times during the day. So you would basically, after he eats, take him out. First thing in the morning, take him out. Uh, before he goes to bed, take him out. And a couple of times scattered during the day. Don't wait for the dog to tell you he needs to go out. Take him out on a leash. And as soon as he starts going outside, tell him what a good dog he is. Have you been reprimanding him or punishing him when he goes in the house? Yes, he's putting time out. Yeah, don't don't punish him when he goes in the house because a lot of times they don't know why they're being punished. They don't make the connection. Sometimes when you punish a dog in the house for going to the bathroom, they think you're punishing them because they're going to the bathroom in front of you. You know, so it's kind of like you got to take them outside and spend more time praising them and rewarding them, much less time punishing them. It, it works way better when you praise and 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 you reward a dog than when you punish a dog because it confuses them. They don't know why they're being punished much of the time. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. All right, girl, you okay, try that out and out. keep on trucking. Hey, before you go, what are you hauling? Um, I got on medical supplies today. Oh, that's beautiful. How much can I have? <laughs> What's up? You have to find me first. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. good luck to you, girl. You have a good day. Thanks. Thanks for your call, Deborah. one 405 Having more fun than legally allowed by law, I believe. It is Animal Radio. Animal. 
hit my local Petco to buy our, our fish, Betty, her Christmas present. I mean, why would you not have to uh, pick her up a little something, a little something special? She is part of the family. Just a little something for the aquarium, a little accoutrement, a little uh, new little palm tree for her, her little bowl. And I noticed up at the counter, I mean, Petco's obviously your go-to place, but I noticed up at the counter that they were selling dog and cat mints. They were in like little tins, like Altoid tins. And there was no, there was nothing farcical about it, nothing tongue-in-cheek about it. It was dog and cat mints. Now, uh, maybe if it had a funny name, like, uh, you know, Kiss Meow. Maybe something like that. I don't know. It's a little bit clever, but it wasn't. You know, it just was in a tin, and it's a dog and cat mint. Now, I've said here before, I'm really not into those owners that basically make out with their pets. They, they think it means something to us when their cat leaps up onto the table. That alone, I don't think it's acceptable. But when they proceed to basically French kiss the cat, uh, um, I mean, I'm disturbed by that as it is. These mints are only going to encourage it more. Do they need good breath? I just, I don't understand. What would we do without the saying, oh, that guy, he's got dog breath, man. We can't eradicate that. They're supposed to have bad breath. These are four-legged creatures that are supposed to have bad breath. So needless to say, I apologize to all of you out there who bought dog or cat mints for your pet, which leads us to, uh, to be continued next week. On Party Animal. Animal Radio, Vinnie Penn. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Cal Abrams and Judy Francis. Are you sure that number's right? 510 fires? Holy. That's what he said. Okay. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our animals start 510 house fires on average a year. One and a half a day. One and a half a day? So maybe if you're lucky, you'll get the, the half. The half fire. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm thinking around the holidays, that's got to be a time where the, the fires increase. We're going to find out in just a few minutes. We'll be talking to John Hall, Fireman John Hall. Is he a fireman? Do we know? I don't think he's a fireman, per se. Per se. He's an investigator. Okay, he'll be on the show a little yes. later on today. We have lots of great gifts to give away. We're, we have a Christmas tree and a Hanukkah bush in the studio. They all have gifts underneath them, except they're not for us. They're for you. So you're going to write this number down, one 405 8405 And when we ask you to call, call in for your favorite gift, and we'll put it underneath the Christmas tree for you. And speaking of Christmas presents, Stacy Cohn. Of course, this is the busiest travel time of the year besides summer. And if you do have pets, you kind of wonder, well, do I take them with me? If you're flying, it can be really expensive. Also dangerous, by the way. So I've got some options for you and some things to look out for if you're leaving your pets at home. I'll tell you coming up on Animal Radio News. Are you traveling this year? Dr. Debbie, you you do a lot of travel. Do you bring your pets with you? You know, I, I I take them wherever I can if it's permitted, and uh, you know we like to go up into the woods. We like to stay in hotels and take them. So yeah, so uh, it's always about pet friendly. And I am of the over fifty percent of the people out there that really spoil my pets with holiday gifts. So it used to be we'd leave them at home, but not yeah. anymore. We're take- What about you, Alan? Do you travel with your pets? Depends. Uh, you know, when we go to the coast, there are a lot of pet-friendly places you can you can get houses. But we have a fantastic kennel right up the street from my house. The lady is really cool. I know her. She knows me. And and my dog is. Uh, he has a lot of fun there. He's very calming. She likes when he comes because he calms down all the other dogs. Oh. So. 
I take them there, but we take them everywhere we can. I would never fly them anywhere, though, because I think uh, it's just too stressful for a dog. You know, to, to put a dog on an airplane, and he's never done that before. Some dogs respond well, some dogs don't, but there's no way to know until it's over. And uh, He's it's just, a big uh, it's dog, so much a, too. Yeah, he's 120 pounds, you know, yeah. pure, pure muscle. Judy, You'd have to take out a whole a row of first class for him. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> Judy uh, shrugged here I'm when, cringing. when you mentioned flying with dogs. You're going to be flying with uh, Ladybug Lady Studio for the Stunt first Dogs. First time, yes. So you're a little bit nervous. I am. I guess I'll have to take a Valium because I, I know if I'm nervous, she's going to be nervous. Oh, absolutely. She'll pick up on you. Yes, and I'm worried. I'm worried about the sounds. I'm worried about the temperature. Of course, she'll be in the cabin with me, but I'm just kind of worried about... That's awesome, though, that she's going to be in the cabin. Don't worry. Just act like it's a fun... Be calm and act like you're having fun. And, okay. you know, bend down and talk to her, give her treats, and, and act like it's just a matter-of-fact, everyday occurrence, no big deal. And, you know, even if she's nervous, you're going to make her mellow and calm her. I think she'll okay. be just fine, Judy. I, I don't think you'll have any problem whatsoever. You know, some dogs like to travel. Some dogs don't. I think she's going to be one of those dogs that's going to want to travel. She heard you talking about it. I know. She she's got up, up. Got up and yeah, walking she's around. She's asleep. And let's take another one for a world's greatest vet. That is, of course, our very own Dr. Debbie. And we have Tim, who I understand has two questions. Do we do? Do we allow that? Do we allow two questions? I'm going to allow Yeah. Okay, we'll allow two questions. Hey, Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you taking two questions. Uh, first thing is, I've got a, um, well, he's supposed to be a miniature long-haired dachshund, but I don't think there's anything miniature about him. Uh, <laughs> he weighs 15 pounds, so I think they at least sold me a line as well as a dog. But anyway, um, when he drinks his water, he gets choked. I mean, he, he gets he gags and sounds like he's going to throw up and just has a real rough time with it. So I was just wondering if there was anything that you knew be causing that. Mm-hmm. And is it only when he's drinking water, or does he have problems with food? No, no problems with food at all. And is it pretty consistent that he does it most every time he's drinking? It, it's pretty consistent, yeah. Not every time, okay. but he does it a lot. Yeah, and there are some dogs that we can see this um, where they start this gagging right after drinking. There's some concern that there could be a sensory nerve dysfunction. So basically, they're kind of not sensing things back in the back of the throat really well, and it actually is leading to them aspirating and choking on that water. So, so that's a possibility. It's a little challenging to determine that just from looking at a dog. So there is testing involved. However, there are pets that it's more than just that, and it's more than just them kind of coughing this up. I guess the, the simple thing is that it might be something to look at um, and to do a little bit more investigation, maybe start with some x-rays of the neck area and maybe have a good anesthetic exam where the vet looks down the throat. Those might be some things to kind of get a little bit better comfort, whether it is something of concern or not. Now, there are some simple things that I would instruct you to maybe try at home to see if this helps to alleviate um, the symptoms. And if it's all, if all you're left with is that just he kind of coughs and gags with water and it doesn't lead to anything more serious, then we may just need to try these things. And, and one would be to try um, elevating the food and water on a little feeding stand. And for some dogs, that's all it takes is that just that elevation and little height can make a difference. 
The other thing you can try is to experiment a little bit and add, instead of offering just plain water, you can actually add the water to the food. Um, if he eats kibble or um, even canned food, you can just add some of his drinking water to that. And because he'll be eating it, it may not cause that same reaction. And that way you kind of help to minimize some of the coughing and gagging he does at other times. Those might just be some little experiments you can try to see if that helps make a difference for him. I will. Uh, I'll try that. Okay. The second thing was, and uh, this is gross, but how often should you express the anal glands? <laughs> anal glands. It's one of our favorite topics in the vet world. Um, <laughs> the, the answer is as often as you need to. Uh, does your guy have some problems where he's scooting his bottom or he has leakage of those glands? Well, he doesn't leak and he doesn't scoot that much. He does occasionally, but he he really bites at it a lot. And okay. I know it's not fleas. He doesn't have fleas. And, mm-hmm. and um, I take him to one of the major chains to have him groomed once a month. And mm-hmm. uh, and they said that that's one of the indications that his, his uh, glands needs to be expressed. So they always yeah. do it, and that's once a month. And I was just a little surprised that he may need it more than that. That seems kind of often. Well, you know, for dachshunds, once a month is actually a very common reality. Um, more than that, I can't. Yeah, can't say that we don't occasionally have a pet we do more than once a month, but I try to avoid it if possible. Um, although, you know, I'll tell you, my little puppy, <laughs> I'm down to like every two weeks um, for him because he actually starts leaking his gland material around the house. So so I'm kind of with you there. <laughs> I'm getting a little frustrated with these glands. Um, but yeah, I would shoot for once a month if you can. But for the, you know, average pet, maybe non-dachshund, I'd say every one month to every three months. Um, um, and how do you know if there's a problem? Yeah, if they're scooting, licking, biting at the bottom, um, or leaving lovely little stinky smells that smell like nasty tuna coming out of a can. Um, to me, that's a symptom that we need what, to get those. What things. causes that? Because Ladybug doesn't deal with that. Uh, you know, uh, don't want to jinx it there, knock on wood. But why is it <laughs> one dog has to have their anal glands expressed more than another dog? You know, there's a lot of theories out there. Some folks think that it's related to the fiber content in the diet, so they'll try to bulk up their stools to make them not have problems. But, you know, it, it doesn't always work that way. There are some breeds where we just tend to see more problems. Basset hounds and dachshunds are probably my number two breeds that we see frequent anal gland expressions that just need to be done for comfort and, you know, and for owner's happiness. <laughs> you know, there's that occasional pet we will talk about taking these glands out. And, you know, I may be signing up boss <laughs> for this surgery if I have to keep squeezing these glands every 7, 14 days. I appreciate your help. and I enjoyed the call. Thank you. I appreciate you listening to Animal Radio. You tell your friends about it, okay? I will. Okay. 1-866-405-8405. More listeners we can get, the better I can pay rent. Hey, I'm just telling you the way it is, okay? Let's pile on those listeners. And we have new listeners every week. Oh, are we done here? Yes. (laughs) It's Animal Radio. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now, Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to tagg.com. 
Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Don't bogart that eggnog. I don't think that's good for the cat either. What to it? The cat was just drinking out of the bowl. Yeah, is that the eggnog? Yeah, that's not good for them. I think like Doctor Debbie said something about that. But they like it. Don't do it. Okay. Have you tried the Southern Comfort eggnog yet? By the way, great no. this year. Good stuff. Actually, has no Southern Comfort in it whatsoever. Then why do they call it? I Southern don't Comfort? know. It tastes like it. No alcohol. Doesn't need the egg- no eggnog either. Yeah, it really. <laughs> the eggnog out of there too. Yeah. We are in the holiday mood here. At uh, Animal Radio. I forgot just for a second where I was. And uh, so we have lots of stuff to give. I'm taking packages from underneath the Christmas tree right now and giving them to listeners one at a time. What is this over here? Is this this big one? Oh, this is the Scoop Free Litter? Good one. Okay, the Scoop Free Ultra Litter. I wrote my name on it. With well, I'm sorry, you can't have. Can't it. Not, do not that. Free. I thought we were supposed to go into the tree and write our names on things. No, that's not the way it works. Uh, anyway, well, we got to listen to you more than anyone else. Which <laughs> we should be allowed. <laughs> it includes a three pack of premium blue litter. Well, these these litters are great. If you don't have an automatic litter like the Scoop Free Litter, you are wasting your life cleaning out that litter all the time. Especially if you have multiple cats. The beautiful thing about the Scoop Free Litter is you will never touch the litter. Barely even see the litter. It'll scoop the poop and put it in a little container at the very end, and you remove the the uh, cartridge, the whole, tray, yeah. the whole tray, at the end of the month, and just dump it right into the trash like that. It's and clean. Pop in a new one. And remember, cats like to use a clean litter. You wouldn't use a bathroom where the toilet hasn't been flushed, would you? Of course not. So let's give you one of these scoop-free litters right now. If you're not lucky enough to get through, head on over to scoopfree.com. Free shipping and $20 off your first order. It's a 90-day money-back guarantee and a one-year limited product warranty on the scoop-free litter. Proud sponsors of Animal Radio. Can I say they're proud sponsors? Yes, you can. They're proud. Let's uh, go to line four. We have Jeff on the phone. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much from Warren, Michigan. Warren, Michigan. Well, welcome. What's going on? Uh, well, it's cold, number one, up here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the big thing is I have a 13-year-old Chow Spitz Mix, 
We got him as a puppy down in South Carolina from a guy. Um, I wrapped him in my jacket because he was wet. Uh, my wife swears up and down that's the reason he's attached. Now, we've had some behavior issues in the aspect of he's a very grumpy dog. He reminds you of grumpy old men. Uh, the, the reason I, I called was because uh, we have a bed that's a little high for him. He can't get up on the bed. So the big thing is, is whenever my wife or I, um, if, if he tries on himself to get on the bed, he will literally just slam into the side. Now, he will not learn that he cannot get up there by himself. But yet if we try to help him, he grumbles, growls, uh, not bites us, but definitely, you know, grumbles at us and, and, you know, not like snarls, but definitely turns his head. Oh, okay, Crystal says, my wife says she had been bitten before. But he will not, he always gets grumpy, us helping him at all. He is fiercely independent, and we don't know what to do. I mean, he literally well, me, is so fiercely independent now. I, I have a couple <clears throat> questions. I have a couple questions for you. Has, has, is this a human bed? Is this a regular bed, or is this a dog bed? What kind of bed it's is this? a human bed. We have right, a chair he... beside his, our bed that he sleeps in, but he likes to be on our bed with us. All right, so how, how, has he slept in that bed his whole life? Uh, not this bed, but he slept with us his whole life. His whole life. And, and how is he when he's in bed with you? I have a couple of things I want to, I want to talk to Dr. Debbie about as well. Yeah, Cause he's well, an older dog. And he, just, just so you know, he's an older dog. And, and if he's, has he always acted like this when you try to help him up or he used to get up on his own? Well, he's used to getting up on his own, but he's always been independent. He's always been my dog, so to speak. Um, we have noticed, though, we think he's losing his hearing. Now, I, I did have a vet years and years ago tell me that chows are, I don't know how true this is, that are, are one-person dogs, so to speak, and they'll tolerate yeah, everybody yeah. else. They attach yeah. themselves to yeah. one person. And I, I've noticed that. <clears throat> My wife yeah. does 90% of the stuff for him. She walks him and everything else. And she right, but the question, the question I have for you is, did he always, how, how, how long have you helped him up onto the bed, and has he growled ever since you started? Just started growling, and we've probably been helping him up probably about what would you say three okay. months, Crystal? About three months. All right, you months. know he's he's thirteen years old, and I would speculate just just right off the top of my head, I've got a couple of things, but he might feel pain. There might be pain when you pick him up because he is old, and when dogs get old, you know they get all kinds of different ailments, just like people do. They get arthritis in right. their joints, and they they get all kinds yeah. of pain. So it might actually be hurting him when you pick him up, and he's giving you a warning. And I know Doctor Debbie could probably step in and tell you a lot of yeah. what goes on physically in a dog that old's life and that's what I, jeff definitely I'm, I'm i'm hearing him tell me through his behavior that he's in pain and there's definitely in a, in a doggy in the double digits especially a middle to large breed dog we gotta look at the possibility of pain and arthritis that could be causing him not only to have problems missing with that jump but also having discomfort now sounds like he may be kind of a crabby fella but you know crabby dogs feel pain too so um i would certainly advocate you know see your vet there's a couple things that we would do that are fairly simple for pain control and if we can't prove it or you don't want to go through a lot of tests to prove it you know and doug his age i have no problem we talk about palliative care and we want to look at quality of care so you know we want to make him feel good so i might use something like uh, tramadol or gabapentin right. for pain control right. um, i'm a nurse so i, I, know, I know about the, the awesome. tramadol 
Good. And then add in a joint support with some glucosamine. That would be definitely helpful. Not usually in a dog at this age going to be enough. And then if we have some current blood work, then I will even add in as a a kind of a multimodal management, I'll add in a non-steroidal for pain control, if if it's appropriate for the pet's health. And using those things will really um, give us the best effort that we're controlling his, um, you know, our osteoarthritic pain. The other thing, just for a senior pet that's having problems getting into the bed, I am a huge fan of getting those inexpensive foam doggy steps. Okay. It may be one way you could empower him to you know, maybe not have to get that hands-on in assisting right. him, but give him the means that's to get up there idea. on his cell. That's a great well, idea. Now, is is it true that chows are one-person dogs, so to speak? I mean, yeah, they pr- you know what? That's... Side of the bed, and she wants to get him a move. He'll get and grumble and just like, rah, 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 you know, at him, at, you know, at night. Yeah, well, you know, the, the thing, that, that is very true. I mean, chows are, they're more like cats than they are like dogs. And, and there are actually stories you can find on the Internet about chows that, that people try to give them away, and they will literally die trying to find their way back to he the, the original owner. Right down in West Virginia, you know? and he actually bit the guy when I tried to give him, so we had to keep him. <laughs> yeah, they're very they're very unique dogs. They they really are. They they're like parrots. They bond to one person and that's it. But you know, just for you for common knowledge besides pain, I want you to slow down with that dog and watch the dog's behavior. When dogs get aggressive, it's because they're stressed. It's always okay. due to stress. And so they're giving warnings to people. A lot of people think, oh, he just turned around and he nipped at me. No, there'll be about three or four warnings you'll get unless you've taught the dog not to warn. Like some people will, will teach a dog not to growl, that it's bad to growl. And growling is useful. You know, whenever dogs make sounds or gestures, it's very useful because it lets you know that the dog is stressed and you can definitely make an adjustment <clears throat> to your behavior to, to de-stress the dog. You just step back for a minute. And, and, and a dog's form association. So even though you can't pick him up because he's in pain, you can get close to him and you can help him if you do it slowly and if you teach him that it's going to be a positive experience and not a negative experience. And okay. treats are a great way to do that. Affection is a great way to do that. And you have to be patient and do it slowly over time so that the dog now associates your actions with pleasure and, and fun and good. Okay. Well, I know, I know he is spoiled rotten. I will tell you that. During the 13 years, this dog, uh, my wife actually treats him better than she treats me. Uh, <laughs> he, he's definitely not, not missing for affection, I assure you that. But he, he's never, ever really wanted to be picked up in general. Uh, you know, but I'm saying it's just gotten worse. That's the big thing, you know. Yeah, he, well, he's, mo- he's honestly, most dogs don't like to be picked up. They don't really? like it. He's not well, yeah, they don't like when like they- a lot of dogs I've seen. They, they get used to it because of what I just said. Like, in other words, right. dogs don't like to be hugged because they feel threatened, but okay. they get used to it because it becomes pleasurable with certain people, like people in their family, their pack. And so they don't like to be picked up because all four legs are off the ground. It's a helpless feeling. But they can get used to it if they associate it with pleasure. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all so much, and I'm going to get the foam steps. That's an awesome idea. Thank you so much, and I love your show. Thank you. We love you. Have a wonderful holiday, Jeff. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. 1-866-405-8405. That is toll-free to the Dream Team. Our zoo crew consists of Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A little terrier named Millie has been nicknamed Sparky after biting through an electrical cable and surviving a 240-volt shock. 
Sparky bit through a refrigerator cable and was thrown across the room, and the shock damaged the roof of her mouth, leaving her with severe burns and swollen lips. She was given a 50-50 chance of surviving, but after some antibiotics, having four blackened teeth removed, and some tender loving care, Sparky pulled through. Experts suggest hiding all exposed electrical cords from pets, especially younger dogs and pet rabbits. I'm thinking Sparky's gonna be sticking to rawhide from now on. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. I love you, son. So it hurts when you say I hate you. I'm your mother. I'm tired of you disrespecting me when you don't get your way. I work hard to make sure you have everything you need. I should be able to ask you to get out of bed in the morning without a fight. So from now on, things are going to be different. I ordered the Total Transformation Program. We're not going to scream and fight anymore. I'm going to tell you what to do in a different way, and you're going to do it. You're not going to call me ugly names anymore, and if you do, you're going to get consequences that'll keep you from calling me ugly names. We're not going to do things your way anymore, son. We're going to do things the total transformation way. Get the total transformation free. Just order the program. Tell us how it works for you, and you can keep it for free. Call one eight 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 five two nine four six six zero. One eight 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 five two nine four six six zero. Call now. Call one eight 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 five two nine four six six zero. One eight 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 five two nine four six six zero. And now the top five reasons to get Genie from DirecTV, the most advanced HD DVR ever. Number five, Genie recommends new shows based on what you already watch. Number four, Genie eliminates inconvenient boxes in every room. Number three, Genie has three times more HD recording capacity than cable. Number two, Genie records five shows at once. And the number one reason, Genie serves your entire home with one HD DVR for a full HD DVR experience on every TV. Call now and get a free upgrade to Genie. Plus, lock in your savings for two years. Packages start at twenty nine ninety nine a month. Call eight hundred three nine nine five one zero one now and get the NFL Sunday ticket free for the rest of the season. That's eight hundred three nine nine five one zero one. Direct TV client or an RVU enabled TV device required for each additional room. Additional advanced receiver fees apply. Three times more claim is based on one Genie HD DVR setup. Offer requires twenty four month agreement and entertainment package or above. First year savings on entertainment is twenty five dollars a month. Second year savings is ten dollars a month. Twenty nine ninety nine package not eligible. Offers end two six thirteen. New approved customers only. Lease required. Other conditions apply. Call for details. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, what's hotter than a pig in a bikini? A farmer in China says he's found a way to keep his pigs fit and happy and make them taste better all at the same time. According to Orange News, Hang Demon encourages his animals to dive headfirst into a pond every day from a 10-foot-tall wooden diving board that he's made. He said some of the pigs need a little extra encouragement before they make that leap, but they all grow to love the aquatic activity. He explains that the diving seems to make the pigs grow healthier and faster, so that makes him taste so much better that he can charge three times more than normal for the meat. Well, after several high-profile airline-related dog deaths this year, it's no wonder that pet parents are having second thoughts about bringing their dogs along for flights this holiday season. And while the majority of pets fly without incident each year, it can be stressful, not to mention expensive. 
and the Humane Society of the United States warns against doing it. So what do you do with your dog or cat over the holidays? Well, it comes down to a couple choices. You can go to a boarding facility or have somebody come into your home. Well, when it comes to boarding facilities, experts say the biggest mistake that pet owners make is assuming that they're all suitable for your pet. They're not. Megan Carnes, she's the general manager of the Pooch Hotel in Richardson, Texas. And she says that, um, you know, it's pretty important to take a tour of your facility. If they're hesitant to show you around, that should raise a red flag. Be aware of stage suites, she said. You want to see where your dog's actually staying because anybody can keep one stage suite clean with great bedding all the time, but that might not be where your dog will ultimately be kept. In-home care can be a great alternative when boarding facilities aren't available, but she does cautions that you vet the potential caregiver very carefully because anybody can call themselves a pet facility. Make sure the person you're working with is reputable, insured, and licensed. No matter which pet care option you choose, it really comes down to one thing, go with your gut. You've got to feel good about it at the end of the day, or you're not going to be able to enjoy your holiday. There's a goat who had it out for a 14-year-old boy. Jackson Gassell says a goat charged him as he rode his bike on his paper route in Utah. According to Logan Utah's The Herald Journal, this goat blindsided this kid, knocked him to the ground. Uh, Jackson tried to get up on his bike, but the goat rammed him again. The belligerent Billy then chased Jackson, forced him up a tree. This would have been great video. He sat there for an hour. Jackson says the goat just sat under the tree staring at him. Eventually, a group of girls came by, and the goat took after them. Well, with the goat gone, Jackson was able to climb down, but instead of running away, he went after the goat. What a great way to get the girl. He caught up with the animal, wrestled it to keep it away from the girls, and neighbors eventually called the police, and the goat was impounded. Jackson's mother said she wasn't surprised something like this happened to her son. According to her, weird things always occur with him. <laughs> I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Is your dog getting enough? exercise it matters tag the pet tracker uses smart gps tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost and now tag has activity tracking a great way to track your pet's daily activity in a recent survey conducted by tag nine out of ten vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial so keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both get tag today go to tagg.com Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at Stella and Chewy. 
Chewies.com. That's Chewies, C-H-E-W-Y-S.com. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet specialty retailers. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about the animal radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. Radio. We're celebrating your connection with all of our pets. Enjoying a little bit of eggnog in the studio. There's hair in my eggnog. No, and I thought I vacuumed so well. What's up with that? Ah, Christmas tree is looking good. All kinds of presents around the Christmas tree. Of course, big hazard right now for the cats. They love to tear down the Christmas tree. They're all about pulling on the mistletoe. Mm-hmm. Doing all that stuff. I just read this a couple of days ago. In fact, I believe you have a guest coming on in just a couple of seconds. That uh, animals cause house fires, f- uh, like an amazing amount, like 510 house fires every year in wow, this country. Caused chewing by the wires, right? Yes. What were they chewing? Chewing the wires? I don't know. It's chewing wires, but um, ask Judy to get an expert on it. And we have John Hall. Playing with matches. I, I think it. You know, it's a good thing they don't have those opposable thumbs. Smoking be- cigarettes. <laughs> Insurance jobs. John Hall, the Division Director for Fire Analysis and Research for the National Fire Protection Association. Wow, that's a long title. Is joining us. John, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Fine, thanks. Well, now tell us. I guess uh, I didn't realize that animals were, were responsible for so many fires. Here in this research, it says 510 house fires every year. What kind of fires are these, and, and how are they usually started? Well, it's 510 home fires. That okay. includes apartments as well as houses. Oh, my. Spread around a little bit. It sounds like a lot when you put it that way, but it's actually less than one and a half a day, so it isn't really something that's happening everywhere all the time. That's still a lot. That's a <laughs> yeah, lot of fires. It still is. It's uh, almost $9 million in property damage a Holy year. Holy moly. What is it? I, I imagine knocking over candles would be the big one. What? You are on the right track. Um, it tends to be knocking over something. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, Actually, the top one is knocking something onto a burner uh, on the range or the oh. stovetop oh. or even turning on the controls. That does happen sometimes. Wow. Knocking over a lamp so it breaks, the light bulb is available, candles, as you said, hot embers or ashes out of an ashtray, out of a fireplace, even knocking over the occasional portable heater. I gotta ask though, how is it we know that the cats or the dogs started these fires? What evidence is it that we usually compile that that leads us to this conclusion? Well, pretty much any fire is going to be uh, investigated by the officers and the firefighters who respond, and they're going to look at where did things land, where did the fire start, what heat sources were available. If they see something that's knocked over. Then they're going to think kids or pets. Sure, sure. Uh, so they're going to say, "Have you got which have you got around here, and where were they, and 
talk to the people who were around when the fire started, and at the end of the process, they come up with answers, and that's what gives us our statistics. How can you tell when something's knocked over? I mean, a candle's going to burn down. A lamp could have been knocked over during a fire. How can you tell? Well, sometimes you can't. As you say, the fire is really large and really intense. It has a tendency to obliterate the evidence of how it started. Um, But an awful lot of fires are small enough that the evidence is still there. Um, And if you've got a knocked-over candle holder, it's not a big leap to think there was a candle in it. Uh So there are all kinds of things, and these people studied a lot, and they've got a lot of years of experience of dividing the evidence between this leans toward this explanation versus that explanation. So we get numbers that we think are pretty good. Mm. Are cats or dogs most responsible? For, who are the biggest troublemakers, cats or dogs? Well, even if I knew, I don't think I'd want to pick a winner in that <laughs> highly controversial subject. But, in fact, we don't even know that it's pets. All we know is it's animals. Some of these fires, you've got mice chewing on the wires, uh, you might have a, a, a wild animal like a squirrel oh. or a bird coming in and interfering with the uh, activities going on. In fact, one of the worst uh, animal-caused fires in world history was under just those kind of circumstances. What, what was that? Well, it was over in an African area. Um, a bird came flying <laughs> in. They got a lot of open fires going there, and the bird's wings and feathers caught on fire. But it didn't kill the bird. So the bird started flying around, and it was setting all these uh, straw (laughs) and uh, stick huts on fire. By the end, there were dozens of people dead and tremendous devastation, and it all traced back to this poor bird. Wow. Mm. Do you see the, the rate of fires like this going up during the holidays? Not really. Remember, it's one and a half a day, okay. so it's, there's not a lot to have a, a big trend difference uh, around any particular day. And I did check the numbers. There wasn't any indication of a peak around any of the holidays. Mm. What would you say was the most unusual fire that you can you can say attributed to an animal? The cow that kicked over something and started the Chicago fire, but I think oh, that's I didn't know that. pretty much disproven. Oh, it was disproven. I think so. What should we do to protect our house and, and our where we live from, obviously, devastation from a, a fire started from our animals? Well, that's a very good question, and that's really the value to your listeners, I think, is, is what to do to prevent these fires. Think about it as what you do to prevent the fires that small children might start. You want a kid-free zone. You also want a pet-free zone. You create uh, barriers. You create uh, traffic patterns. You... Try to see to it that you don't have the pets roaming without anyone seeing where they are in a room where there's a a fire source like a lighted candle uh, or a fire going on in the fireplace. Uh, Try to train the the pets not to jump up on the range where a a burner might uh, engage with them. It's all that sort of thing. You know, it's not easy to keep the kids away from things that could start fires. It's not easy to keep the pets away. But it's the same kind of principles, a zone of safety. Okay, and of course, I imagine the cords around the Christmas tree, if you have cats that like to chew, that uh, that, that could cause a fire in a second. It certainly could. Um, statistically, it's not nearly as common a, a situation as, as some of the others I mentioned. Uh, but absolutely, uh, you, you can look and you can see how that combination could cause problems, whether it's pulling over the tree, 
by by reaching up and grabbing onto it, and then you've got all kinds of lamps and light bulbs and such coming down, or chewing on the cord that's down at their level. Any of those situations, you try to make arrangements so it's not vulnerable. Okay, there you go. Live and learn, and uh, I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm taking the candles out of my house this year. Good I've idea, always Hal. wondered about those. Not, yeah, but not, now, not good with all the cats and dogs. There's so many fires. John Hall, the division director for the fire analysis and research for the National Fire Protection Association. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We'll head back to the phones. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Get your cat away from the bong. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Tag the Pet Tracker. Is your dog an escape artist? Answer honestly. Does she exercise enough? Tag, the pet tracker, lets you track your pet's location and activity from your phone or computer. And tracking both location and activity helps you keep your pets safe and healthy. Head on over to tag.com today. That's T-A-G-G dot com today. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio. We are celebrating our connection with your pets at 1-866-405-8405. We ran out of eggnog, Judy. Can you get some more eggnog, please? Okay, I'll get some in here. <laughs> I gotta say, this uh, X Power dryer that you've let me borrow, and you've only let me borrow it. Uh, I'm actually gonna go you out can't and try have to have it. I can't have it. But I know that uh, through January, through the first week of January, they're, I believe they're only like 89 bucks. Something that's usually around $200. $200. Pretty amazing. You've actually shown me how to use the dryer, and it's really simple. I, I can even use it, and we've used it on Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog when we gave her a bath last See, and night. I wasn't going to tell Joey, but I grabbed it, and I did a little vacuuming up of some hair. You you vacuumed the house? But tell, yeah, just, just some tell of the me, hair, some of the dog hair and stuff that was in the studio. <laughs> tell me it's not great as a vacuum. It, it's, 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 it's as good as a vacuum as it is a dryer. That's the, that's the cool part about it. And, and you can, you can walk through the house with it holding it. So yeah. if you got hair on your, on your furniture and on your sofa and uh-huh. your car, I mean, I've, I've vacuumed, I've, I've vacuumed the whole freaking house. I vacuumed the, the dogs with it too. Yeah. Look at the studio. It looks great. But I gotta also say that, you know, it's one of those dryers that, uh, I didn't think I would ever use a dryer on a dog, frankly. <laughs> But it has actually made Ladybug's coat look shinier and thicker. And there's a reason for that. Um, what it's going to do is, what you cannot do at home with a regular hair dryer is it's not going to have the velocity to remove the coat that's loose, the dead coat. So what that's going to do, it's going to give your dog a dulling look to it. With this, with this high-velocity dryer, it's going to remove that. It's going to blow it away. Okay, so it's going to do two things. It's going to give your dog instant shine, just like you said with Ladybug. But it's also going to help promote new growth, which is healthy. So you're going to have a thicker, nicer coat as it comes in because, you know, you're helping the natural process along of removing the shedding hair. So on Ladybug, it's perfect. You know, a dog that sheds, um, you blow, it, blow that hair away, you get new growth. Um, and then the hair that you blew away, you vacuum up with the other thing. But the, the, but when you, when you, and it's easy. If you look at it, you just reverse it. You take the, you take the hose, you put it on the other side, and, and, and it works as a vacuum. Um, it has two speeds. 
So you know what? If it's a little bit too powerful on a smaller dog, blow or, the dog you know, away. <laughs> we exactly. Use the lower you're, doing speed. It, you're doing it around the ears and or the, or, or, or the muzzle or the face. Um, they're not going to be startled by it. And it has all these attachments. Look, it has a brush attachment that, as you're drying your dog, you could brush your dog. It has a nozzle for, that's more concentrated for a little bit more high volume. It has a concentrator that concentrates in a smaller area. And this is good because if I'm drying around my dog's face, let, for, for instance, between the two. Eyes. If I got a dog with long hair, I got to I have to dry that because you dry the whole dog and then you have this area that just curls up there. Yeah. And all the work that you did doesn't look good. Well, it has a nozzle that you can go right in between there, not um, startle the dog, not get the air pressure in, in the eyes. This is as I shouldn't say as. This is the same friggin' dryer that I would use in in a salon, just more compact and just made to be used at home. And the, the cool part about it is, you know what? I can just take it along, take it home. Store it, and if I want to, you know, vacuum my car with it, then I can vacuum my car with it too. Yeah, it's light and compact and quiet. I love how it's quiet. Yeah. And Judy has just informed me I was wrong. It is eighty nine dollars through this month. Hurry, get for it. animal radio yeah, listeners. I didn't want to. It makes a you. great gift. It is a great gift. It's the X Power Pro at Home Pet Dryer, and it's available at Amazon.com or head on over to their website at Viper V I P E R ViperPet.com ViperPet.com. And, of course, these guys sponsor Joey Volani on Animal Radio. Ladybug just giving you a big old smooch on your face there. I know it. I just turn around and there she is. Before I even know what's going on. Get it? You got tongued, I think. Uh, I hate when that happens. Sort of gross. I know. That's not good for you, is it, Doc? No, you know, it's not good. There's a transmission of uh, parasites and bacteria. And gosh, you know, we have a theory in my household. Both my father-in-law and I caught a cold, he claims, from my dog. He thinks the cold (laughs) was passed from him to the dog to me. Granted, there's no kissing going on between us. Is that actually possible? You know, it's it's possible within some realm uh, of possibility, but um, not terribly likely because, uh, you know, that would require a pretty close proximity for all of us to be passing uh, kiss fluids. I, you know, I don't I don't make this a habit. I don't believe in a dog licking my face, my child's face, anything. So, you know, I just turn around and she was there. I, I don't do this as a as a habit. I enjoy it. Ew. Well, you know, and it happens to me at work all the time. I'll be talking, you know, examining a pet, and my mouth will be open while I'm, you know, blabbing away, and this dog will come, and, and tongue goes in my mouth, and it's like, ew. Well, at least the dog likes you, and yeah, as a veterinarian, yeah. that's a compliment, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a hazard of the job, but uh, it's a reward in its own way. Yeah. Hey, Lou, how are you doing? Great. How are you? Very good. Do you let your, uh, do you have any dogs? I've got two dogs. I got a male and a female. They're both pedigree, and uh, we don't kiss. Sorry, <laughs> don't kiss. Won't don't let kiss. that happen. Good. No. I'm with you, Lou. Do they even so, do they even try to kiss? You know, yeah, they do because the, the male is really attached to me. He'll, he'll follow me everywhere, and when I sit down, he'll jump up on the couch. No, no, not the face. Lick the back of my <laughs> hand or my foot. That's fine. I'll go wash up, but not the face. I'm sorry. You know, they say the dog's mouth is cleaner than mine. 
I don't really want to test the warrants no. on that one. <laughs> no, we found out that's not true. Yeah, I. Oh, thank goodness. First of all, if a dog's mouth is cleaner than mine, mine is uh, mine's pretty not that clean. I'll tell you that. Plus, you know, I just yeah. saw them licking down there, cleaning their, you know what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for your call. Is that all you wanted to talk about today? Well, uh, what, um, earlier I was doing your program talking about cats. Yeah. I had a cat named Garfield. Okay. How cute. Garfield lived at 22 years old. Holy moly. Wow. I'm assuming indoor cat? Uh, no, he was an outdoor. And I, wow. I'll make this real quick for your program. We set, we got him in a town called Atalanta. Our girls very, very young. Um, he got caught by a younger family, and they put him in a garage and put barbed wire around his neck while he escaped and he came home. He got mauled by two dogs. Ooh. This dog had a really, really hectic life, but we loved him. Wow. And the day I had to put him down, I, uh, wait a minute. Let me, Aww. let me tell you, that's I, a, I cried like a baby. This, Aww. this cat was a member of the family. Oh, yeah. I, I had talking to a guy about four or five days before I put Garfield down, and he said, well, I cried like a baby. I said, not me. It's just an animal. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, I hate so those people. I hate those people. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate your time, Lou. No, I appreciate you allowing me to tell the story. Thank you very much. Awesome. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Tag, the pet tracker. Is your dog an escape artist? Answer honestly. Does she exercise enough? Tag, the pet tracker, lets you track your pet's location and activity from your phone or computer. And tracking both location and activity helps you keep your pets safe and healthy. Head on over to tag.com today. That's T-A-G-G dot com today. And we got another one for animal communicator Joy Turner. We have Tammy on the phones. Hi, Tammy. Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Um, I just was concerned. I have a, I have four rescues and I have one that's very, very old and another one that's kind of been acting strange lately. They're all very good dogs. And um, I've been really just wanting maybe if somebody could give me a little insight to their behavior. Okay, well, can you choose one, give me a name of that one, and tell me what's going on with that one? Okay, well, the one I'm most concerned about is Little Girl. Um, she's 17 years old. She's a rescue. And um, I might start crying, so I'm sorry. I've had her for so long. But I think she has dementia. The doctors can't really find anything what's wrong with her. And um, she's never had accidents in the house, and she's going all over the place. And I don't, I don't know if she's in any pain. I don't want to put her down if she's not. I just think that she's just kind of, you know, getting old. And I don't mind cleaning up after her. I just don't want her to be in any pain. Okay, well, I can tell you from connecting with her and feeling her, there is something very not right going on in her head. Her head is feeling like it's hard for her to remember something from one minute to the next. Okay. And there's times when she's not really 100% sure where she is. Okay. Um, is she is she okay? I mean, is she? I mean, she's surrounded by my other dogs who love her, and um, she's not experiencing any physical pain. She's just well, there is a pain in her head. Other than that pain, she's not experiencing any pain in the rest of her body that she's showing me. But it's okay. very disorienting for her. It's very difficult for her. It's like a chore for her to interact all the time because it's just this thing going on in her head. Oh, bless her heart. So there again, you're going to need to decide what quality of life you feel is acceptable and do what you feel is in her best interest. Okay. 
Okay, can I ask you one more thing because I'm really confused about? I have a little. I have another little rescue. Her name is Manook, and um, she's not afraid of anything except for like loud noises, firecrackers, and thunderstorms. The last couple nights, she's woke my husband and I up in the middle of the night, so afraid, um, literally shaking and vibrating, and you can't comfort her. She tells me she's picking up on little girl. Little girl, um, she could be on the verge of having seizures from the feeling that Manook shows me. Okay. Manook doesn't know what to do with that change in her friend. Because to to a dog, to a human, it looks a certain way. But to a dog, they get so many more feelings from actually anyone. And that's why there are actually seizure alert dogs. They pick up so many more things about animals or humans that are having seizures. They pick up chemical changes and energetic changes in the way things feel. And it's very disorienting to her because she doesn't know how to help her. Thanks for your call, Tammy. We appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's all we have time for today. Boy, it just blew by. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at Animal Radio or AnimalRadio.com. Download the Animal Radio app for your smartphone, iPhone, or Android, or tweet us at Animal Radio. That's all the ways you can get in touch with us. And be sure, of course, to check out Dr. Debbie's Yorkshire Terriers, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. We'll see you here next week for more Animal Radio. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.